She's saying this to me. What? She sang this to me. <laughs> I know she did. <laughs> She's out the, of breath. Those other 19,999 people, they weren't even there, were they? <laughs> she was singing to you. She knew it was a heavy price to pay. <laughs> She's crying. Oh. Bring up the sax. Ah, come on. I love the joy of sax. Yeah. Turn this is the problem with Valentine's Day. <laughs> she made a few. That's all right. I've made a few myself. I know you're human. I made them too. It happens, man. Don't worry about it, sweets. Yeah? Just get a little emotional for me and we'll be okay. Turn the lights down. Light the candles. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, listen to that saxophone. Oh, yeah. It's a gorgeous day. It's a great day to be alive. Oh, yeah. Are we doing like Slow Jam Sunday or something? <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> hey, not Sunday. I'm as, I'm as curious no. as where this is going as this anybody. This is Friday night. <laughs> okay. At the Snigledorf household. Oh, I thought this was on. With the kids now being older and out of the house. <laughs> you know where I'm going. You know how this ends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, Sniggs. <laughs> You've had her eating out of the palm of your hand if you did that. Okay, PK, thanks a lot. <laughs> Not Sunday. In my house, it's the sounds of Sunday. How firm a foundation and such? Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Freaky Friday. <laughs> you got to treat them right, man. They deserve it. I'm going to check my phone and see if your wife is texting me right now. It's hilarious when she texts me during the show. Your wife, your wife is underrated funny. <laughs> What's so funny about this? This is serious stuff. This is. Love. I didn't say you're funny. She's funny. I didn't say I was funny either. I've never <laughs> said I was funny. Uh, you have to. I have not. <laughs> I let the people decide. All right. <laughs> Enough of this nonsense. <laughs> Taylor Jones. No! Make it stop! <laughs> Don't be jealous because you can't go there. <sighs> Don't be sad because it's over. Just be <laughs> grateful you experienced it. Baby, baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm waiting here to throw some stats at me. I'm ready. I'm light on my toes this morning. We've got the question of the day up on our Facebook page. DJ and PK and at Twitter, David DJ James. With two jazz players in, how much do you care about the All-Star game? And it's running about 75-25. 75% of the people are like, nah, so what? 25% of the people are in. I'm totally in. I want to see how these guys You're do. You're with the 25. You're normally a man of the people. Well, I am. I'm, I'm <laughs> 25% of, of the, the people. The man of the correct people. Greg, not at all. It's a farce. It's a farce. 
our guys are participating in this farce. I want to see how they do. It's their first time. Leroy's with you. I will watch the game because of it. That's the only reason why I'm watching it. Mark gives me a reason to watch the game, which implies that he has not been watching the All-Star game in recent years. I agree with Mark. You got two guys. How many teams have two guys? Well, the Lakers do. Mm -hmm. The Clippers do not. Uh, The Rockets got two, didn't they? Yes. Nuggets did not. So you got three three teams in the West with two guys. How about on the other side? Uh, I'd have to have the rosters in front of me. I think the Bucks do. Because didn't Middleton get in? Yeah. So that's four. And then beyond that, I think, uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody else. There ought to be another team. Uh, the Celtics with Walker and Tatum? Yeah. You got to have stars. I got two guys in. Two guys voted by the coaches, not some dumb popular vote. The electoral coaches voted them in. This wasn't a popular The vote. electoral coaches. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Philly. Embiid's in as a starter. Did Simmons get in off the bench? Probably. Yeah. Uh, you've got a... F- Jock just said her firmer foundation. Jazz got one. You got a firm foundation. And Mitchell... Mitchell's probably three years away from being his best. That's awesome to think about. Three more years. Yeah. What is he going to be better at in three years? Everything. Just, just the big moment? Everything. Because it already seems like he's getting that this year. There's a little more of, I don't need to get going now. I'll get going later. You know, his second halves are bigger than his first halves. Figure it out, whatever coverages they're throwing at him. Everything he'll be better at. What won't he be better at? You ask... What will he be better at? I ask, what won't he be better at? That's not what you can do for your country. Yes. Right. That's the reality. And you have an opportunity, whoever you may be in the future years, to play with this kid? Oh, I'd take it. Yeah? He's going to make your life a lot easier. That's true. Yes. That is absolutely true. That's what stars do. And he's coming along at the right time when the smaller guy has much more of an impact. He couldn't have picked a better time. Obviously, he didn't pick it. He was born when he was born. Or maybe he did. I don't know what you guys believe on that. Get back to me. Yuck. Uh, I don't know. You got a choice. I don't know. Hey, I'm just saying, man. I've heard stuff. Who knows? But nevertheless, he's coming along at a great time. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's always trying to drop hints here. Well, they're not. They're more than hints sometimes. Yeah, I I have great. I have a great respect for you people. I've said that many times over. We appreciate it. And so his impact on the game can be far more substantial. Smaller guys didn't impact the game the way they did. The way they're doing now. And we'll see it, and it'll grow, and he'll get better, and it's seriously cool to watch. And I want to watch him in the All-Star game. I want to just want to watch Kobe Bryant. He did, what did he do? Wave off a screen from alone or something. He took all sorts of yep. abuse. Well, I hope he waves off a screen from fill in the blank. Go Bear. <laughs> because if he has the career that Kobe Bryant had. <laughs> I mean, Five titles. Yes. Parades for everybody. Uh, yes. I mean, obviously Kobe was one of the greatest. And the competitive spirit that Kobe had was one of the greatest. And the confidence that Kobe Bryant had was one of the greatest. You can go down the checklist of all great attributes, and Kobe Bryant had it. All right? Winner's attitude. 
you know, this Mamba thing that is taken off now because of the outrageous situation that happened to him. Uh, just awful. But nevertheless, as a player, yeah, you got to have that. And there's no reason why Mitchell doesn't have that. Now, he's not six 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 seven like that, but he's coming along at a time where the smaller guy is more impactful. And that's why I'm, I'm just going to watch him just to see how he carries himself. Is he giddy? Is he starry-eyed? Oh, man, I can't believe I'm a beer. Because Gobert can believe it. Gobert talked about it. He's some gangly dude over in France. I'm going to make an NBA All-Star team. <laughs> Telling his friends that. When you show him on a draft board, I'm going to the All-Star game. And one of his friends is like, dude, you're on the draft board. Calm down. Yeah. You're going a little fast here. Right. And he got asked, what about that? He says, we talk about it. We laugh about it. Because you think Rudy forgot about that conversation? No, he brought no it up chance. the other night. No chance he was ever. No, but I'm talking about back in the day I that know. he would forget. No, he's held on to that for years. I know, I know he has. Perfectly willing to share it with all of us. I sniffed it out years ago in my conversation with him, sitting on those bleachers that don't even exist anymore at the basketball facility, and just talking one day after practice. And I can, you know, I came back and said, "This kid's got a drive," and he was nowhere near. He wasn't even a rotational player at the time. <laughs> he had to, he played G League up in Idaho before they had the team down here. Yeah, just to have to go up to Boise. Yeah, that was their affiliate. And that's what he did. Right. Well, he even went to Bakersfield. He played for the gym for a little oh, bit, yeah? too. Yeah. So, think about that. And now he's where he's at. The baby giraffe is all grown up, and he's in the All-Star game. So, I don't expect him to be wide-eyed, because I expect him to think, well, God, this was just a matter of time. In fact, I'm ticked that you didn't do it last year. He is. And I should have been there last year. You want to make that case? Great. But they set the stage. Last year set the stage for this year, and then they backed it up with a phenomenal first half. They started way better this year. And he got himself the nomination, deservedly so. And now I want to to watch Mitchell's body language. You know, is he tentative? Or does he act like, well, yeah, of course. This is where I, this is not only where I belong, this is where I'm going to be. Because if you're 23 and you don't make six appearances, Provided you're not injured, that's a surprise. I, I expect, just off the top of my head, this is the first of six, possibly more, probably maybe more, but the first of six because that basically carries you out to your 30. And you can certainly make it after 30, no question. But when I look at Donovan, I'm thinking the first of six. And I want him to get out there thinking like, eh, okay, this is, a, this is a regular occurrence for me. Now, all you people, I got to tell you something. If you want to say it's recurring, make sure you drop the O. Because there's no such word as reoccurring. And when I hear people say reoccurring, it drives me nuts. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. BYU picks up win number 20 with a school record 18 three-pointers. They blow Loyola Marymount out in the second half, 77-54. to BYU plays USD, another one of the bottom feeders in the West Coast Conference. CBS Sports Network, 8 o'clock Saturday night in San Diego. The Utes fall at Oregon State, 70-51. to Utah was down by 16 at halftime. Utes dropped to 5-7 in league play. Now they play first place Oregon, the 17th-ranked Ducks. 
beat Colorado. They're eight and four, tied for the top spot in the conference. That game is Sunday night at seven o'clock on Fox Sports One. Utah State has twenty wins. They're looking for their tenth conference win as they take on Fresno State tomorrow night, eight o'clock ESPNU. Listen to the game on the Zone beginning at seven thirty with the pregame show. Top of the Wire, brought to you by Action Plumbing. Call Action Plumbing and get your winter furnace tune-up and safety check for $33 by calling Action Plumbing at 801-833-3333 or going to actionplumbing.net. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? Sam Amick, senior NBA writer from The Athletic. What do you make of the Jazz now that they're 54 games into this season with only 28 to go? I think they're really good. I'm actually getting kind of excited about the playoffs because the parity, it's a real thing right now. I would put Utah right there with a handful of other teams I just think are going to be formidable and it's going to be a matter of who can have the right mojo at the right time. You play a team like the Lakers in the playoffs, Lakers better be careful because the Jazz are fully capable of beating them. I think Utah's right there. They're a good squad. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Happy Valentine's Day, people. DJ and PK, time to get you up to speed on everything you've missed today. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. People miss a lot of Valentine's music. Al Green's still the champ, am I right? I like John Legend's Save Room for My Love. I put those 1A, 1B. You saving that for the last segment there, Yock, or did you play it and I forgot already? No, no. he hasn't played it. We'll get it. This we'll is a cool tune, too. I don't know if it's politically correct, but, uh, you know. Percy Sledge. Couldn't name you any other thing he sings. I mean, either. Or sang. Assume he's long gone. This morning we have talked many things. We have talked college basketball. Joe Lenardi's bracketology is out. He's got six Pac-12 teams in, although two of them are literally the last two teams in the field. Well, if the selection Sunday was today, that'd be great news. (laughs) ASU and Stanford would be off to Dayton for Tuesday or Wednesday games. They're the last two in right now. I think that's cool, though. Why not go to Dayton? You get a better chance to win. Say you won an NCAA tournament game. Sweet. <laughs> Especially if you've got a clause in your contract. You get you get paid for those, right? If you yeah. win an NCAA tournament game. And actually, those teams have decent <laughs> records following it up on Thursday and Friday. So it's not like you're necessarily one win and out. You got a decent chance to win another well, game. That's what you do a all season. Te- yeah, a couple teams have won two. You play, and then a couple days later, you play again. Right? You're doing that once you hit conference season, mm-hmm. you do that the whole way. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. Currently, Utah State's in the first four out, and BYU's been sitting as a seven seed in his bracketology with St. Mary's as a nine seed, Gonzaga one, so three for the West Coast Conference. You know, for as far as the Cougars go, and they're rolling now, you can just see it. They're playing with a ton of confidence that they've got to find a way to win at least one game because I think it would be a disappointment if they didn't win at least one game, unless they won the conference tournament in Vegas. And even that, though, that's going to increase the expectations. For the NCAA tournament. And when you've got this many seniors... you got to hit now. Yeah. Because there's just so many seniors that they have. They're built to win now. And that's not discounting Pope, because he's done a marvelous job. But this team is built to win today. 
there is no run-up like there was with Jimmer, where they won a game his junior year, yeah. and got to play a second game, and gave right. him a taste of it for the senior year. The guts of this team are gone in a few weeks. Seven seniors, including the three best players. And that's what uh, Chris Burgess was talking about. You know, guys, in six weeks, this is going to be over. Oh, yeah. So make this six weeks everything to you. I know you got other stuff in your life, particularly at BYU with some of these kids being married and all that, but you're going to be married forever in their faith, literally. But you only got six weeks here, and that's it. <laughs> and so you need to ball out. All your attention needs to be on these six weeks. And I agree with what Chris was saying because it is a sprint big time, and when it ends, it's such a slap in the face. And for the Cougars, they've got to find a way to win. Now, maybe they can even get a Sweet 16, which would be outstanding since they've only had two in uh, since, what, 1981? Yep. And Ainge got they probably can go back eight. further. I don't know if you when you go back, where do you find the third one? Uh, they had some stuff in the 60s and 50s with Stan right? Watts. But as we know it in the modern age, basically, it's these those two things stick out and they had the player of the year each year so what would be cool if they got to the Sweet 16 they're not getting any player of the year this year so that would be nice to say yeah we don't necessarily need the literally the player of the year in the game to get us there uh, and I I have no idea what the matchups will be but I think they could have a decent chance especially if they're hitting if they're hitting their threes the three is the great equalizer man find that third one you got to go back to Chosich I think 71 Coming up on 50 years. I never saw him, but I heard so much about him. Yep. That uh, Even from youths who loved him. Right, that he was a, a heck of a so ball player. All himself. that. And then they've got some great players, too, right now. And so I'm excited for him. T.J. Hawes is playing the best ball he's ever played in college. And he's picking a great time. I tweeted it out last night. He's going out with a bang his senior year. And that's what seniors should be doing. It's the old Donnie Daniels line when I asked him about Stockton's son. Hi, man. How come he's doing so well? He's a fifth-year senior, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say you idiot, but he might as well. It was implied. And so Halls has got a ton of playing experience, and all of them do. None of these seniors are just Johnny-come-latelys to the scene. Well, they're doing a good job of winning the games they're supposed to this year. They blew out Loyola Marymount. That thing was done midway through the second half. 18 three-pointers, a school record. Surprised me that that was a school record. I would have thought that somewhere along the line in some December Jimmer game. had 15 himself. Exactly. In some <laughs> December game that I didn't remember, they lit up some poor Big Sky team for 22 of them, and that would have been the record, but apparently not. Yes, and the great thing about it is they're not just winning. They're blowing these hapless teams out. Yep. Another hapless team tomorrow at USD, 2-10 and 10 in the conference. Right, so do that, man. Blow them out, take all the angst out of it, and then get ready. I don't even know who they play next week. I'd have to look it up. But get ready for those games. And then I know you got Gonzaga at the end, and then you head down to Vegas. I'm looking forward to this Vegas trip this year because I think the Cougars, they got an excellent chance. And I think the odds are they're going to be the two seed. Mm-hmm. Not a guarantee, but the odds are they'll be the two seed, get a bye, and not play until Monday. Right. But you knew back then if they play, if they won Monday, probably getting smoked by Gonzaga. Now, they may lose to Gonzaga. Very well could happen, but I don't expect them to be smoked. So after this, they're coming home to play Santa Clara and Gonzaga. And then they finish at Pepperdine, which is one game that last week. Yeah, so... Uh, a week from Saturday. The Utes have looked better at USC, for instance. 
they have put up a fight on the road. That SC game is probably their best road game of the year, and I thought maybe they were figuring something out. Well, true road game. True road game, right. Not a neutral floor game when they beat Kentucky. Correct. But a true road game. They went to SC. They got outscored 6 nothing. They had a two-point lead with a minute to go. They got outscored 6 nothing the last minute and lost the game. But it looked like a step forward, and then they went to UCLA and fell flat on their face, and they went to Oregon State and were never in the game. They were down 16 at the half. It. I don't get it. Right. We're, you beat these guys here. They weren't even close. It was never, they never made a run. 16 points in the first half? Yeah, and they never made a run. It was 35-19 at the half. Oh, 19. Yeah, Yeah, and they never made a run in the second half. They never got it down where you thought, okay, they're getting back in this. That's bad. I don't know what other way to say it. It's bad. Bad stuff. Now they got to go play the conference leaders in Oregon Sunday night. So good luck with that. Be a massive upset if they were to pull that off. Well, the way they've been going, who knows? Who knows? Oregon's <laughs> the only team to beat them in the Huntsman Center in conference play. Well, I guess the only team to beat them at all this year. They didn't lose a non-conference game at the Huntsman Center either. I would love to see them <laughs> see them going to take down Oregon yeah. against all odds with yeah. nobody having any anticipation or right. expectation. It's bad for the conference, but so what? Talked a little college hoops this morning. And we talked a little uh, NBA because the Celtics beat the Clippers. Paul George left with an injury. Only played 14 or 15 minutes in that game. You never really see the whole Clippers. Good time to have an injury, though. Break coming up. Yep. He and Damian Lillard. Week off. Conley was sick. Assuming he'd get himself healthy for next week. And, you know, we were talking about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. When a man loves a woman. Yeah. Percy Sledge. Uh-huh. Well, Percy, he knew what he was singing about. He died about uh, five years ago or so. He had 12 children. Really? That's a lot of kids. When a man loves a woman, when a man loves a woman, we got it, when we a got man... It, we, got it, we got it. Let's see what you're doing. <laughs> the message has been sent. We're, we're good. Come on, I still got nine to go. No, we're good. <laughs> As first he would say, I'm just getting started. <laughs> I'm just getting started here. How about Percy, man? <laughs> Give it a little Al Pacino. <laughs> Twelve children. Man, Percy. <laughs> of all the people who uh, record that song, you were the most qualified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You see that story? We didn't talk about it, but Miles Garrett's reinstated. And he's still saying Mason Rudolph used the N-word. Yep, his indefinite suspension is six games. And he's back, but he's doubling down. It's a couple of things. What did everybody else on the field hear? I think that if you say the N-word, I guess if you're a black guy calling it a black guy, I mean, that's up to you what you think about. But clearly a white person can't say it. You just can't. And if you said it, that's awful. But accusing someone of saying it who didn't say it is just as awful. Now, Rudolph denied it at the time, because this is the second time, as you say. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the time he said it. And now they've lifted the... So really, the this 
indefinite suspension was the rest of the season. It was six games. I know. But I, to me, I'm over that. The yeah. bigger issue is him well, it, saying that Mason it, Rudolph it, said it. It sucks to be falsely accused of this because, uh, as I think everyone knows, it's hard to prove your innocence. And the guy we could have on to talk about it is Britton Johnson because it happened to him in the final four years ago. Right. But if I'm Mason Rudolph, I and I didn't say it, I sue him. I go nuts. Get signed affidavits from the players. Well, whatever the legal uh, situation requires. This is a serious, serious charge. After it, it had died and we thought, okay, that was the end of it. But then we hear no, no. And it, you wonder, well, maybe he said it. He accused Rudolph of saying it to try to lessen his penalty. Mm-hmm. Well, the penalty's over. So why bring it up again? We're done. You're back when they, you know, the practices in the offseason, and then when they get ready to go in July, you're good to go. Right? But now this is, I assume it's not going to rest. I assume that Rudolph and his folks... And the Steelers would have something to say about this again. So you're resurrecting it. I found it. I found that really interesting. I don't know what he said or didn't say. Obviously, well, it would seem like there would be a handful of people who could have been close enough on the field that they might have heard something. Now maybe they're like, I didn't hear it, but you know the crowd's loud and I was a few feet away. I mean, when exactly did he say? I I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay, but there's a gazillion cameras and there's video. I mean, we've seen people go back and prove what was or wasn't done and what was or wasn't said. Right. I I know, but I have no idea. We don't have access to all that video, but NFL does. If I'm Rudolph and I did not say it, I go nuts because that's a serious charge. And you want to talk about slander? Wow. I would think there'd be some type of fallout. I don't think this just goes away. Oh, what, what's going on? Did you say it or not? And I have no idea what the answer is, but I find this whole thing. Yeah, you're right. You would think it. Cause did you see Bill Walton? Or not Bill Walton, Luke Walton, when they were, the Kings were playing the Mavs the other night, and Walton thought that uh, Doncic was getting favorable calls. Uh-huh. And he's going up the sideline, and he yells at Luca, uh, sign an autograph for the uh, referee. <laughs> yeah, and you the, the video's out there, yeah. and you can easily once the caption it says this is what it is. Then you can figure it out. Yeah, even if you don't have my he's lip reading the, skills. Uh, yeah, oh, he's making the autograph signature yeah, thing. Yeah. Nice. And he that really at, makes it. He easy. yells at Luca, Luca, and. Uh, Kokoshkov is his assistant, and mm-hmm. he's trying. He's walking alongside of him because you never know mm-hmm. is he going to blow up because he's walking towards midcourt. So and, the assistant's got to go running back in in case he gets out of control. Right, and so he Stuff yells out over. to Luca as they they must have been going back on defense now. So the Kings have the ball. He yells out to uh, Luca, Luca, uh, give the ref an autograph, and he makes the sign like he's holding <laughs> a piece of paper. Well, remember after. what happened with Steve Kerr uh, a year ago? I'm so sick of Draymond's BS. Yeah. And then it's caught on camera. You can lip read it, and it goes viral on social media. 
Right. Well, we were waiting for a coach to say that about Draymond. <laughs> You're in your money coaching that guy. Yeah, and I don't think Luke is going to get any penalty, but it was just interesting. The idea being you say stuff. There's cameras, cameras. everywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. cameras everywhere. And that was a new way of saying you are getting favorable treatment. It was creative. you yeah. got to give him points for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. i got to give him points for uh, that. Uh, that was a new way of saying that this is ridiculous so, here. As long as we're on racial stuff in sports, uh, not far from my old stomping grounds, the Santa Maria Times with this story. Santa Maria is uh, 45 minutes to an hour up the freeway from Santa Barbara. It's still Santa Barbara County. It's on the other side of the mountains there. Uh, there's, it's a small town. There's a couple schools, Rigetti, and then there's a private Catholic school, St. Joseph's. Rigetti is a public school. And they're playing each other in basketball. And This wasn't uh, good. They're chanting, uh, the green card just, where's your passport, yeah. is what the, the public school kids are chanting at the private school because they, have, uh, they recruit internationally. Now, it turns out that this particular team has uh, three players from Puerto Rico. Well, they don't need a passport. Puerto Rico's part of the U.S. Now, they have another international player who does need a passport. And then, apparently, there have been chants back and forth, players say, or uh, students saying, well, this has gone on other times. They've chanted, where's your green card? This sits in an agricultural valley, and there's a lot of farm work, and there's a large Hispanic population, and so they're going, where's your green card back and forth? So the diocese of, uh, I forget which diocese it is, it's a Catholic school, oh, the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, disappointed at what occurred at Tuesday night's no, I'm game. furious. I'm not disappointed. Inappropriate uh, statements I've had made to deal with, with this literally in my own household. Literally. Uh, you don't belong here. Mm-hmm. I've literally had to deal with this. I was raising someone who is of that race, and that's that's just pathetic. So they got to sort all that out. It doesn't come out that either student body's looking really good right now with some of the quotes you're reading. And somehow in my mind, it sucks even more when it's young people. Yeah. It just... Just who are being, who are saying it, or who are being, uh, or who are having to hear it, or both? Because in this case, they're on both ends. Saying it, yeah. In this case, they're on both ends. Saying it, yes. You, sh- you're 15 years old. You shouldn't. You should not be that. You should not just be that way. I don't know how else to say it. Although you shouldn't be that way at 45 either. Yes. But somebody put it in your brain at 15. How do you already have that in your brain? Yes. Yes. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. You shouldn't have it. You're too young to be having those feelings. You shouldn't have them anyway. I get it. Yeah. But somehow in my mind, it seems worse. All right. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Your feedback coming up next. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. I love this tune. Uh, tonight. Be mine. A little bit of love. It's, more, it's worth your time, Sniggs. Yeah. I'm going to knock on your door. Come on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> this this Sniggledorf household is going to be on fire tonight after today. Comma. Again. <laughs> Feedback of the day is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only three fifty nine per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. I can see it now. Honey, did you see Lenardi has the Aztecs as the number one seed? Yeah! He's had him as one seed for a while. Yeah, but still, he's got him even more. We're getting closer to now that it matters. Seems like they're searching for number one seeds. <laughs> they really are, aren't they? <laughs> Anybody want a one seed? Somebody's got to I pick it. you and you lose.
Doesn't really matter. I'm Larry Kostobiak has often said they got to seed him just as a point to start, start the tournament. The, yep. And I agree with exactly what he's saying. Are they going to stay undefeated? Because earlier this year I was telling you, well, they're going to get tripped up somewhere on the road, going to elevation. they got a horrible history there. But I'd say probably no. Wyoming and Air Force are just terrible, so it's a good year to – Yeah. At this point now they're so close. Why not? Yeah. They have to go to Boise State, so maybe that's the best chance. They're Mm -hmm. Boise State this weekend. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's a decent team. It's. Uh, I think that's. I think it's actually Sunday this weekend. I think it's a cool. Sunday afternoon. I'm gonna watch game. it. Yeah. What do you got, Yak? Well, we have some open mics. I wanted to play. I'll some intersperse some PK singing. Obviously. Go so ahead, you boy. Go. Oh boy. Play your. Um, how'd you get the Righteous Brothers like that? In the studio with no music. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and you got Al Green. <sighs> oh, dude, stop, <laughs> stop, Yock. Yuck, I blame you. The first time was his fault. The second time is yours. Man, that, that was I Al. had to bring it back around. I'm Al suspending you Monday. Is, okay, sweet. You're suspended. Yes. I don't know you're not doing Monday. Weekend. I didn't, man, Al Green sounds even better when there's no music around. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Speaking of people you've irritated, Devin, the Oregon fan, I find it hilarious that little PK gets so annoyed when a listener pulls the same poor joke grammar crap he's done his entire career. Irregardless, little PK, irregardless. Go Ducks! <laughs> All caps, three exclamation points. I find it hilarious that I can always get a response from him. Huge <laughs> <laughs> Shasta trailer says, Sadly, DJ and PK, Daryl the Captain Dragon did leave us last year. Interestingly, his death was announced less than an hour after Tony Parks and Austin Orton were talking about him. The Tony Parks kiss of death? Why would you be saying, talking about him? That's an excellent question. What was up with that? I don't have any idea. Uh, you were talking about uh, taping the show if we go to Hawaii for the All-Star break. And Clint says, but if you tape the show, Rick the Dishwasher won't have a platform. Tape the show! Tape the show! That's true. Gage says, uh, I do love my job, guys, and love writing work. Listen to you, DJ. Try to keep PK under control. bah ha 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 Impossible. The toughest <laughs> job along the Wasatch Front. Stay on that bowl for eight seconds. All right, DJ and PK, we're out of time. Tony and Austin are up with the Captain and Tennille next. Stay with us.